0: Your goal is to create happy customers who mm-hmm. then create other happy customers. Salt, congratulations. Here's what I've doing. The best of the best have We're selling, going, going, gone. So congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next six months? Guys and girls, Why I'm excited about today is that I know that Behind the door of fear lies your best life. Behind the door of fear lies your best life. And all the good shit in your life happens outside of your comfort zone. And I'm going to share with you a system of permanent change. I am sick and tired of having what I call so-called experts, coaches, leaders, trainers, advisors, saying stuff but not doing them. Make sure that whenever you're talking to someone that their audio matches their video. Have a look at the life that they've got and the results that they're getting in their life. So, uh, hey Con, Dylan, okay, we've got our people on. Guys, we're on. The first thing I want you to understand about change, now I put a photo on there to show you about a transformation I did on myself. This is over uh, probably about five, six, seven years ago, but I have stayed with it, and I want to talk to you about sustainable change. Number one is I want you to think about this. Fitness First, all the big chains, Anytime Fitness, they make all their money. They make all their money between January 1 and January 10. And the reason why is this, because they know that at this time, you are making a New Year's resolution. What we also know, shout out to Rod James. Yes, you're all winners, Panos winners. How are you going, Ross Dean? Hey, Connie, Michelle, always good to see you. You're following everything. But I want you to understand this, that within two to three weeks that people have joined the gymnasiums across Australia and New Zealand. They have stopped using them by February and March. And the willpower and the discipline. Hey, Angela, how are you going? The the, the discipline that people had when they said that they're joining the gym goes, I've got some bad news. And the news is this. That willpower and discipline is overrated. If it wasn't, everyone would be ripped. Everyone would be mega rich. Everyone would have a world class life. Emotionally, relationships, financially, physically. But that is not the case. The reason why people... In the personal development industry have a living is that people struggle with these issues and here's the reason why look at the research the research says this that change is hard that is it change is fucking hard it is not easy so I'm gonna run through a system that is evidence-based university research based that explains why is it that some people can actually change and i'm not talking about changing their physical health i'm not just talking about changing their financial i'm talking about changing anything in your life a process of change first thing is i want you to understand that the change model has three things going for it at the one time number one it has someone that has a deep desire to change And when I say deep desire, they have gone through an exercise I want you to go through called the pleasure, pain, and abler. Ask yourself this question. If you don't change, critical question. If you don't change, what pain will be caused in your life by not changing? Then the next question is, if you do change... What pleasure will be achieved by changing? And what you need to do is you need to create the pain, the pain to be so much that it's rock bottom, that you say, fuck it, enough's enough. I am no longer prepared to put up with ordinary. You have to burn the bridges to change. You have to have no plan B. You have to have no fucking get out clause. You have to be all in. You have to able to say, that's it. Enough's enough. I'm going to cut the bullshit. I'm going to let go of my excuses. And I'm going to make sure that my future is bigger than my past. And that I'm going to make sure that my goals are bigger, my goals are bigger than my excuses. And that's why I want you to go through this plain, the, the pain pleasure enabler where you turn around and you say, what is it going to cost me in my life if I just stay this way? And you've got to make it that you hate it so much that you're no longer prepared to be in that position. Now, I want you to all look at some literature from the book Change Anything that talks about heroin addicts that get off heroin, which is only a small group. And what they noticed that they had three things. Number one, that they wanted to change badly. Number two, that they created a reference group of people around them that supported their change. Too many people have friends that are a result of past or proximity. I will say that again. Past and proximity. Past is that they have been old friends. And that's why they're there. They're there by default. Proximity is that they're geographically located near you. They're your work colleagues. They're people that live near you. They're people that you just see regularly. And what I'm saying is that one of the things you've got to do is ascertain. Are these group of people, this reference group of people, supporting your change? Are they energizing you or are they draining your change? And please listen very carefully. When you go down the path of success and change, when you go down that path, There's a group of people that are going to feel uncomfortable about you. And why? It's not that they hate you. But what they're seeing is as you successfully change, they hate what they see in themselves. They hate the fact that in you, they see a reflection of what they should be. And I want you to get comfortable knowing that your happiness And your journey should not become dependent on their approval. And that you should not put the keys of your happiness in their pocket. So the reference group is critical because what we see with heroin addicts is that the ones that successfully were able to get off heroin also changed the group of people around them. Think about it. If you're hanging around with a bunch of cokeheads, you most likely will be doing coke because it is there and freely available. I've said it before, if you don't want to slip, do not hang around slippery spots. So what we're talking about is creating an environment where it makes it easy for you to do the right behaviour and difficult for you to do the wrong behaviour. And we see that with casinos. Oh, by the way, before I get off the heroin thing, don't think this is some airy-fairy story. Why the fuck did all these people that were addicted to opium in the Vietnam War, when they left the war and went back to their homes, they were able to get off the drugs immediately? Why? Because they went into a reference group of people that were not doing that stuff yet you take someone that leaves Long Bay Jail and they go back to their mates in the cross and they're on the stuff again. So the reference group is critical. Next thing is the environment. What do we learn about casinos? What do we learn about, you know, Jamie Packer and casinos? And it's not just Jamie Packer. It's the model that they make you want to spend money. What do they do? They put ugly carpet on the ground. So your eyes aren't looking down, so they're looking at the tables and they have the stimulus of money being made. This is research by marketers that use psychological techniques to affect the behavior of people. And what we're saying here is this, that your environment, your environment will affect what you do. For instance... If you're down the path of wanting to get super fit or getting ripped for, you know, spring and summer, your environment of what you have in your fridge will affect your behavior. Now, I'm going to give you a few tips on manipulating your environment. Firstly is stuff that you like if if let's let's put the example of getting fit Food in the fridge is an example. The next thing is, you want to create an environment of success? Go get a personal trainer, sign up with them, but say this to them. Hey, I want a penalty cancellation clause in my agreement with you. If I don't show up, you still hit me for $80. You watch how that penalty affects your behavior. You want to start prospecting more? I'll give you a tip. If you don't prospect two hours every day, send $100 to the competitor you hate the most in your suburb. Send him $100 every day that you don't do two hours prospecting. That's talking about environment manipulation. Make it easy for you to succeed and make it difficult for you to actually not do the things that matter. The next thing I want you to do is to enlist a fan club. Find people that actually are on your path. I've said it before. If you hang around with four dickheads, you are going to be the fifth dickhead before you know it. And what I'm saying here is this. What you want to do when you create your environment of success, what you want to do is find people not based on proximity and not based on past. But find people based on having your values, your aspirations, your goals, people that support you. People, you know what? When I see someone that doesn't clap when you're doing good, take a note of that person. Take a note of that person. And I've said it before. There are gonna be people that are gonna want you to do good but never better than them. Accept that. That is life. Enlist a fan club. Now, here comes the next bit to the system Replace your automatic negative thoughts with positive, empowering beliefs. I'm going to repeat it Replace your ANTs, automatic negative thoughts, with positive, empowering beliefs. This is inner work. And I want you to understand, success is an inside job. Things get better when you get better. Nobody comes to the rescue. I'm going to ask you to do the inner work. And the inner work for me is the fact that you may have to rewrite your agreement with reality. You have certain beliefs That are not true, that they're lies, but you have said them to yourself over and over and over and over and over again, that they have become the way that you look at life. Picture a beach ball that's got different colored panels, white, blue, green, red. And picture the fact that you might have the beach ball and you're looking at it with the red panel there. And you see the world as if it's red. And you see it no other color, yet the reality is that there's other panels. And I want you to understand that that the way that you look at things is critical. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Wayne Dyer said it so eloquently, a lot better than what I can say, but understand. That you need to look at life with a new set of eyes. And many of us have actually accepted that there are certain ideas that were not true. We found evidence for them and now we've created them, our truths. And they need to be changed. Now I'm going to run through some of the you know, excuses and automatic negative thoughts people have in a change program. Here they are. It's going to be hard. I can't do it, Um, I'm not smart enough, I don't have the resources to do it, Um, I have failed before, why will I succeed this time? So what you need to do and you need to understand is that the past does not equal the future. Remember, I want you to begin to look at life with eyes of possibility, not eyes of probability. If you need to pick up a book to start changing the way that you think, you need have to do that. I said it last night. I was doing a charity auction for United, which is a literacy charity, and I said that the hand that picks up a book is never the same hand that puts it back down. So you might have to actually look at reading books to help change your thinking, listening to podcasts, watching stuff like you're watching here. But all I'm saying, like you might even have to go off and find yourself a coach because there are certain things right now which are self-limiting beliefs, which are ideas that you have, which may be the things that are holding you. Now, we're moving towards the end of the system of change. Here to me is the number one thing that is critical. The habit former template. You need to then pick one thing And you need to say, what one thing out of everything, if I executed this flawlessly for the next 30 days, would have the biggest profound increase and change in my life? And then what you do is you put it through the system, the 30-day system, and every day you tick it. Now, hypothetically, if we turned around and said that you wanted um, one of your habits to be to join the 5AM club, it would be as simple as this each morning at five o'clock, you would tick it. Never go two days in a row, never go two days in a row breaking a habit because what you're doing then is saying, I'm drifting from that habit. So I want you to understand inspiration gets you started, but habit is what's going to keep you going. And I'm also going to say this to you. Remember this, that 80% of winning is beginning. That the first step Even the smallest step that you make in the right direction ends up being the biggest step you'll make in achieving your goal. I'll say that again. Even the smallest step in the right direction ends up becoming the biggest step in your life. And this is what gets you going that once you have success, it becomes addictive and you want more of it and you get into momentum. So as I finish off this Sunday night rant, I want you to remember this. Set a habit. Stick to it for 30 days. The first 10 days are hard. The next 10 days are strange. The last 10 days of your 30 days, it begins to feel normal. The rest of your life becomes world class. What if you turned around And created four or five habits like you brush your teeth like you drive to work each day they're habits what if you pick five habits what if we turned around and said the 5 a.m. Club daily exercise a world-class diet a to-do list what if we turned around and said that you'd also ask yourself four or five gratitude questions every morning which were What have I got today as I wake up that 8 billion people on this planet would want to swap spots with me right now? What if you woke up and had an attitude of gratitude and you woke up early and you exercised and you had a to-do list of your five most important tasks? And before you know it, you had a life that felt effortless. Guys and girls... Make sure your future is bigger than your past. See you next Sunday. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday Night Rant every week at 8.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next